0: Okay. Yeah. Because okay. Uh, we couldn't, I just couldn't hear you. Okay. 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 So I guess, so when you start talking, okay. this goes down? Yeah. Okay.
1: Welcome. My name is Alfonso Severos, and this is jazz, just the way we like it. Welcome to a new episode. It's been like two weeks since I've been in the studio and recording. Miss you guys. Hopefully you miss me. Well, I have uh, some guests today in the studio. My daughter's back. Hey, Vanessa.
0: Hi, Dad.
1: Good. How are you? I'm
0: good. I'm good.
1: You good? Yeah, good. <laughs> good. And I also have another guest. My daughter brought a friend. Professor X. Hello, Professor X. Hello. Is it Mr. Professor X or just Professor X?
2: You can call me Professor X.
1: Okay. Not not just Professor or not just X, but Professor X. I think I got it. Ah. <laughs> uh, Jazz just the way we like it is my weekly jazz podcast. Playing those classic songs of the 1950s, the 1960s, and the 1970s. Those classic jazz songs that I grew up on and listened to as a young man, me and my friends in Bedsty, Brooklyn. Uh, and here we are, here I am now playing these, playing, playing the music in remembrance of those days. Enjoying it once again, but also playing it for a new generation, to introduce them to that fabulous art form, that creative, unique art form that is ours, that's universally loved, and that is jazz. Well, it's been an exciting week. How's everyone?
2: We're good. Hang good? Yeah, doing pretty good. Good. It's Learn, great to have
1: learning both of you.
0: about me. blockchain. <laughs>
1: okay, we're going to get into that in a little while. But before we, 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 we go there, uh, it's been a, a demanding uh, two weeks on me. On a sad note, I uh, lost my younger brother, or one of my younger brothers. Steven Severos passed away, uh, and that was quite a surprise. It was unexpected, and I'll be going down to Florida next week for his services. My brother, Stevie, was not much of a jazz fan but he was in love with a group called Blue Magic. Now, uh, I know you old dogs out there like me, you know Blue Magic. Some of the younger folks may not. But in honor of my brother, in remembrance of my brother, and a tribute to my brother, Blue Magic Sideshow.
3: Step, up. Up. Step right up, hurry, hurry before the show begins, my friends. Step see what life has done to those like you and me. See the man with the broken heart. You'll see that he is sad. He hurts so bad. Só e Get down!
1: soul well blue magic sideshow came out in 19 1974 oh man that brings back memories guys what did you think <laughs> I, it's new to some of you you may have heard it i don't think either of you heard that before feedback what you do know, you
0: think i could i i'm thinking somewhere along the lines in hip-hop they've sampled it so that's why it sounds familiar and uh Yeah, somewhere along the lines of hip-hop or R&B, it's been sampled, so that's probably why I really like it. Okay. (laughs) What about (laughs) you, Professor?
2: (laughs) I like it. It's interesting to hear um, what is attractive or acceptable for a man to sound like, and how that kind of changes a different world. That's right. I
1: never thought of it like that, because that was was not an issue with those groups of the 60s and 70s, because you had the tenor. And many tennis had that high tone. Uh, but it's interesting that you see it that way coming from the younger generation. But uh yeah, it was not an issue. Uh well folks
0: But now today, like the weekend. Yeah. The yeah, right? Yeah. The weekend yeah. is it's is, coming back. Is, yeah, it's yeah. coming
1: back. What do you then. mean the weekend? There's an Not artist. tomorrow, but there's, there's, a, there's
2: an artist. <laughs> yeah, there's an artist called the Weekend. And so he does his own like samples and everything. He's really good, and he sings in that range.
1: I think I'll stick with Blue Magic, uh, <laughs> stylistics, and <in> the Manhattan's. <laughs> I'm not, I'll check out the weekend another weekend. <laughs> okay, so he's singing in that tenor range. Oh, yeah, that, that's good.
0: And people are really like it, you know. But it it just has a little bit more edge. It's not yeah,
2: as soft. He has to work hard to not. That's why people like him. He yeah. adds that edge. He adds the edge. Professor
1: X, uh, have you listened to much jazz, jazz?
2: Um, Yes, but I don't know. If you asked me to name a song, I couldn't name many. I just turn on a channel, and I just hear it, and I, I just go with it.
1: Okay. Well, let's go for a little astro travel. Uh-oh. With uh, okay. Foul Saunders, a little peace and love and happiness.
0: <laughs> okay. We need that. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That <laughs> ain't
1: Faur Sanders Astro, Astro Traveling recorded in 1971 that was Faur Sanders on tenor and soprano saxophone Michael White on violin Lonnie Liston Smith on drums uh no Lonnie Liston Smith on piano and electric piano uh, I hope you enjoyed that that was sort of a reflective uh Peace, would you guys think of that?
0: Peace, yeah, it's it's uh, it's definitely a a song that you would want to go somewhere and just be peaceful. <laughs> a lot of flutes, a lot. Actually, of, that
1: was a soprano sax.
0: That was not a flute.
1: It, he played a little flute, but most of that was soprano sax and it, flute.
0: It had really high, high, you know tones like like yeah. a, oh, I didn't know okay whoa that's skill I thought a lot of that was well a soprano was, can yeah. go very high but I mean you really have to be in a certain space to like yeah. sit there and just zen out and zone out but it's cool you know okay
1: what was your, your your reflection on it?
2: Astral, it's astro travel. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because it had me astro traveling. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's on the astro plane. <laughs> uh, that was a, an interesting piece done by Farrell in 1971, uh, and he was he him. That music reflects also some of his transition and his internal spiritual growth as a musician. And you would see differences in the work that he did with John Coltrane in the '60s, and stuff that he after that he started doing with his uh, John Coltrane's wife, Alice Coltrane, in the uh, early uh, '70s.
0: Oh, cool!
1: Yeah. So this is this is you know that that uh, maybe this expanded consciousness. I wouldn't say universal consciousness, mm-hmm. but this idea of going inward to go outward. Mm-hmm. Uh but it's it's a really good piece I remember.
0: Yeah, I was sure you did. You and everybody else on the okay. mothership. <laughs> you got that right.
1: Don't ever talk about the mothership. You may need it one day. <laughs> uh so, Professor X, tell me about you. Anything. Anything? Yeah. Um I know you're a tech man.
2: Yeah. So I um I studied mathematics when I was in university. Um, I did a little bit of teaching um, as I did some stuff with grad school, which is why I go by professor. <laughs> okay. Um, Earned it. Yeah. yeah okay. Got I gotta ask. I gotta ask. Yeah. But I got into a, I got into programming. Um, I was kind of I was more in like a rural part of the U.S. Um, and they all voted for Trump, and I said it's time to leave. <laughs> so I came to New York. Um, and I've been plugging in since. I've been doing some stuff with tech.
1: Oh. Okay, good. Uh, Do you find a vibrating, exciting tech community in New York?
2: Yeah, I found some. and I'm helping to build some up. Um, There's one that I'm a part of. uh, It's like this We Build Black kind of thing. that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, and it is what it is. We're building black, right? It's all about engaging different communities of black people, giving them technology or training them how to use it, um, preparing them for the world that is in the future.
1: So much needed. I commend you on that. I know you have your hands in that, too, Vanessa. You it? got
2: that right.
0: Anything building Wakanda, count me in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the tech part, but <laughs> I showed enough to make it look good.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Well, folks, talking about community and building tech, here's one that uh, talks about building community. I'm going to go way back on this one, and this is uh, – Uh, My man Lou Rawls Talking about Tobacco Road You ever heard this piece? No Oh you gotta hear this Cause he has a message in this I was born In a
5: dump My mama died And my daddy got drunk He left me here To die or grow In the middle of tobacco road I grew up in a rusty shack All I owned was a hanging on my back God knows how I load this place called Tobacco Road But it's home, yeah <laughs> The only life I've ever known But the Lord knows I love Tobacco Road Leave and get a job with the help and the grace of God. I'll save my money and get rich. I know. Bring it back to tobacco road. Bring dynamite and the crane. Blow it up and start all over again I'll build a town Be proud to show And keep the name Tobacco Road Cause it's home, yeah The only life I've ever I despise you cause you're filthy But I love you cause you're home Tobacco roller, tobacco road. You're dirty and you're filthy Tobacco roller, I'm gonna get me some dynamite And bring me a crane
1: you like that same message as we build black
0: <laughs> only a different
1: approach <laughs> that
0: was a pleasant surprise you know i thought lou rose was more i didn't know he was like blue Is okay is that jazz or is that blues or is that a mix? A common
1: a mixture yeah
0: i had no mm-hmm. idea lou rose did you know lou rose did no, blues like no, that
3: but the boom, boom. i thought he yeah right
0: <laughs> oh no i thought he was more of the you know the 70s kind of stuff but you know what? that's
1: early worlds 1963 oh.
0: I didn't know. Oh yeah, it was dope because it had like uh that the (laughs) the beat was hot, and I love how he um. Talk about you're dirty and you're filthy, but I love you anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to come back and I'm going to make you better and just start all over again. Mm -hmm. It's weird. It's a weird dynamic because that's kind of like what the country's in right now. You know, make Mm -hmm. America great again. They know it's dirty and they know it's Mm -hmm. filthy. But for some reason, they're lying to themselves that it was never Mm -hmm. dirty and that it was Mm -hmm. never filthy. And at one point, it was great. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, I get the whole, all right, let's make it. They should just say, let's just make it great. Okay, because basically, like blue rolls, we have to come with a crane and we have to come with some dynamite—not mm-hmm. for coal, <laughs> but to literally just build what we've never built, which was, which is, uh, uh, equity for all. In okay. my opinion, sounds good. Little political spiel about you, X. What you thinking? <laughs> <laughs>
2: boom! Boom! <laughs>
0: no,
2: I thought it was a. Uh, it was really good. Um, He's got that line. It was, uh, gonna get me some dynamite, <laughs> get me a crane. What does he say? He's gonna break it up and then he build it all, all over, over again. again. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh, blow it up, blow, blow it up. It's a big difference. That's my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh.
4: Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> uh, I'm a product of the 60s. Too, can't I can't help it after these messages. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, early Lou Rose had some. Uh, a lot of songs were social messages, mm. you know. Uh, he did some other stuff, but uh, he, had a, he had a unique voice, too. And uh, yeah, tobacco, he really does. Yeah, this was a big song, Tobacco Road, when it came out. Tobacco Road. Oh, yeah, it, it appealed to everybody. Nice. Yeah, the revolutionaries were talking about, blow it up, blow it up. <laughs> the blues folks were stomping their like, feet. Dun-dun, dun-dun. The jazz folks were saying, yeah, yeah you see, you this that guitar? You know, so it, it had its universal Wait, appeal. what about the country folk? They what? like that tobacco, did yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep the name. Huh? <laughs> well, let's move on. Since we're into this... Uh, a uh, higher consciousness music, except for Lou Rawls. <laughs> uh, let's take a trip down to Blue Now, and a uh, pretty famous jazz piece, Blue Now. But this one we're going to travel with Alice Coltrane. Alice Coltrane, Blue Now. You're a genius. That was Alice Coltrane, Blue Now, Alice Coltrane on piano and harp, jazz harp. Along with uh, Fal Sanders on tennis, sax, alto, flute, and bells, Joe Henderson, tennis, sax, and alto flute, Ron Carter on bass, and Ben Rowley on drums. What a creative, almost spiritual piece. It's like she's making new sounds, man, that haven't been put together before. Uh, Feedback folks, what do you guys think? I mean I know you were texting I, no, in the middle no, of it, but that's just, okay. I
0: was waking up <laughs> out of Wakanda is what I was doing. I was like, is there vibranium in that now? <laughs> like I literally it took me to the colors of purple and blue and and like fuchsia and it's like
2: <laughs> that, <laughs> I just <laughs> We were texting. We were like that song triggered a whole conversation. It triggered about a whole conversation. Woke and just sharing just waking up people. Man, I want to go on this Blue Nile. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's literally what we were texting oh, yeah, about. Bishing yeah. there were more woke folk, you know, in, in in the in the world. And I was like, they are, but they out in Cali living yeah. in their dispensaries. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, re- I remember, man, being in with Friends House, everybody sitting up there with big old Afros and not and we're listening to Alice Coltrane. Those were good days.
0: I mean, that's what was the feedback at that time for her song?
1: Oh, man, she had a following. She had a following. And not only you black folks, but a, a lot of progressive people all over the world. You know, she was uh, she was Alice Coltrane. The yeah. wife of John Coltrane. No, she had a statement of her own. She was an accomplished musician, classically trained. Don't.
0: You don't really hear much. Oh, maybe it's us that we don't really hear much. You hear John Coltrane, John, yeah. John Coltrane. But you don't really hear Alice. What Did you ever hear of Alice? Mm-mm.
1: Oh, man, she was smoking. Yeah, well, that's the way. You what's, get the,
0: what's the bio? What's the uh, um, documentary again that you said we should watch on his?
1: Uh, life? Yeah, it's called Train. I think it's Train, Losing Train, or something Train. It's, it's on a. Uh, it's on Netflix. Okay. There's about three good j- jazz documentaries on, on Netflix. One is on Ornette Coleman, uh, the other one is on Lee Morgan, uh, and then there's John Coltrane. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, Hey, what do you think about Bill? I
0: just found out this morning.
1: Possibly 30 years. But what like, kind of feel does this bring up in you?
0: I, but he doesn't have 30 years.
1: Well, th- then he's going to spend 29. Oh, wait.
0: <laughs> I just found out this morning, and it's, 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 it's kind of <laughs> surreal, like the music you've been playing. I, I don't even know. What about you, X? Um, I'm a little behind Bill Cosby He was convicted this morning On three counts
1: Each count ten years He's going to appeal it But uh, there's a good possibility That somewhere in the future He can go to jail
0: Isn't he like 80?
1: He's 80 years old
0: is that legal? Yeah, I mean, it's not legal. Not legal, but a practice?
1: It's, it's not practical. It doesn't make much sense. It seems like they can do other things to, uh... Put him on house arrest
0: or something? Put him on
1: house arrest, take all his money, let him live off food stamps, you know. Oh. I wouldn't necessarily want to lock the man up. I don't know if we should lock up anyone at 80. I don't know what good that does. Uh, there's mixed feelings about it because you had all these women who came forward, at least 30, I believe. Uh... It's it's hard to deny when these many women come forward with similar stories. But at the same time, you look at all the good he did in terms of charitable work, donation to historical black colleges and all this other stuff. Uh, you know, it's hard to do you. They, I know they do not balance out.
0: I was about to say, what's the measuring stick? And <laughs> yeah, how do but you it's it's cognitive dissonance. is Yeah. It's it's applicable here because it's one of the yeah. hardest pills to swaddle, swallow. Swallow. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't mean that literally, mm-hmm. but figuratively speaking, it's one of the hardest pills to swallow. Yeah. Um, when you think of a lifetime of a person, yeah. and but hurt, but other people who have been hurt. Exactly. And it's like more wow. than hurt, abuse. Abuse. Yeah. I, it's, it's 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 hard. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't be hard if there was no such thing as slavery. That's all I got to say. I always bring it back to that. You know, okay. if we if we came here on our own accord and everyone pretty much is on the same plane, then if you do something wrong, it's cool. You can get a trial. You know, it's just so much harder whenever um, crimes or uh, accusations or anything, any type of um, uh, uh, uh trauma goes on in the black community it just makes it so much harder it just makes it so much harder to accept and to fight for or not fight for because if this is a crime you know it's, it's being trialed in such an unjust system that we have in such an unjust country but that what does that have to do time, with the crime being a it, crime exactly but exactly i'm just saying it would be a little bit easier if this the country yeah. dynamics weren't what they were
1: Okay, I think that may be just an individual perspective.
0: It is. It's my individual perspective. As much as I believe that if you do the t- crime, you do the time, it's so many of us in prison that there's always that that point in your head was like, ah. But if you do the crime, you do the time.
1: Okay. You know? Well, uh, let's, let's get something a little lively. We got to move yes, past uh, the Bill Cosby yes, situation. Yes, let's jolt.
0: Let's jolt. Let's get jolted real quick. A little Santana. (laughs)
3: Okay.
1: Com o Hannah. Uh, that was some memories. Uh you remember that piece?
0: I do, but um he's just relevant mm-hmm. today, so you know, it's he's just an amazing artist. So it yeah. doesn't matter what time period his mm-hmm. music is just so dope.
1: Yep. He mixes that latin, that rock and that jazz all together. What a what a masterful uh Musician. I uh
0: he just did a piece with Rihanna. What's what's that piece? X uh I don't he, know. wait what was it called?
2: Actually ah, <laughs> ah, I forget Wow oh. um, Wow. Yeah, wow, wow thoughts. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I
0: mean, he's like how old is he, Dad? Wow. I can hear it. This is
1: early seventies.
0: He's not playing. He is spanning the test. Well, he, of he, time. he
1: did a piece with uh with uh, Alice Coltrane.
0: So from Alice Coltrane to Rihanna, that's longevity and sustainability. And he's continuing, continuing to influence and bring jazz into the uh, into new mm-hmm. age. And I, I think that's phenomenal. And to have youth uh, appreciate it as well. well the newer generation appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, we got time for one last song. Uh, a little bit of Lee Morgan with Oscar Peterson on a classic song called Moaning. Got to get this right, folks.
5: Guest trumpeter Lee Morgan, the thing called Who's
1: bonus. this guy? That's Lee Morgan here. Lee Morgan and Oscar Peterson, two giants of jazz, uh, on Moaning. Uh, that's a classic piece. That's a classic.
0: This sounds more like traditional jazz.
1: That's that type. bebop jazz. That's that bebop jazz. You know, Lee Morgan was an up-and-coming genius and who died young, right here in New York City. Oh. Uh, and Oscar Peterson it was just a, a master, master. Uh, He yeah, produced over 200 albums
0: 200 albums? 200 songs, rather Who owns the rights to those
1: albums? Uh, jazz musicians, you know, like Early uh, musicians and stars Many of them got shortchanged, I assume
0: Oh, uh, so the companies?
1: Yeah, so But maybe, maybe not, I don't know
0: I think we need to come up with a blockchain For these, to, to help salvage all this music X, what you think?
1: They, someone owns it already
0: but I mean, at least to give—I don't know. I'm thinking if we're gonna brainstorm really quickly, how do we?
2: I don't. I don't want to give any million-dollar idea. Oh, it's million-dollar idea. <laughs> oh,
0: okay, never mind. We'll, we'll, we'll offline. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you mean billion-dollar. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, folks.
0: Dad, do you know what the blockchain is? I
1: have no idea, but if it's billion dollars, I'm not interested. <laughs> I just want a couple million. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can explain it to me some other time. Okay. Because it is getting to be that time. I, I, uh, enjoyed your company. Thanks
0: for having us. And I,
1: and I hope you enjoyed the show. Professor X?
2: I definitely did.
1: Yeah, good. Good to have you, Vanessa.
2: Thanks.
1: Well, folks, this is Jazz Just the Way We Like It, recorded live at Brick Arts, downtown Brooklyn, uh, in the People's Republic of Brooklyn. My name is Alfonso Severos. Like us on SoundCloud. Until the next time, peace and love.